an honor that we get to collaborate with you guys there at the UFCPI. And uh, together we put a, a paper, Weight Loss and Competition Weight uh, in UFC Athletes, just recently published in the Journal of Morphology, right, in Kinesiology. And yeah. uh, everyone, I think it should be noted that the data in this study comes directly from the UFCPI. And we had posted something where I, I saw a couple of folks say, oh, you know, I already knew that. And I don't know how you knew that already, but nevertheless, uh, maybe you guessed it and and good for you. But um, I think- <laughs> no, it, it, no, Tony, it's so funny you said that because I got direct messages basically saying, first of all, we yeah, we already knew this. <laughs> right, right, but, right. but even though they already knew it, they said, could you summarize everything for me anyways? Yeah. I'm like, you want me to summarize this? What? What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they read tarot cards too, and they can they can get into this data before it was released. But I, I don't want to get on anybody. But I just think it's really neat that you have over. You know, you can explain that, Duncan. But this information comes from the UFCPI itself, and we're we're very very grateful for that. And I just think it adds complete credibility to what we found there. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. Obviously, we, we you know we were excited to partner with you guys on on this process. I don't know how anybody can know that already because this is completely unique data. Um, the the only people that own this data is the UFC, and this exactly. is the first time we've ever released it. So, whilst you might have had an intuition or a thought that that's what happens, uh, anecdotally, what we're potentially doing is confirming that that's actually uh, the case. So, yeah, we we since um since we opened we've started trying to look at aggregating data population data which we can share as population norms not necessarily to give away any individual athletes information or data but look at epidemiological trends within this athlete clientele and certainly start to look at weight class characteristics across the uh, 10 or 11 weight classes that that we have here in in the UFC um, so we took, uh, we provided you guys with a, you know, data set, two-year data set, about 600 athletes, 615 athletes or something were included in the data set across all the weight classes from straw weight through to heavy. Um, and what we've been doing in the background is essentially uh, collecting information between 72 hours and competition. So 72 hours prior to competition, on a daily basis, we were collecting athlete weights um, and then the official weigh-in on a Friday morning and looking at how much athletes rebounded in terms of after stepping on the scales prior to competition where would, they would get another another weight. So we essentially had uh, five weights across the course of a fight week, 72, 48, 24, the official fight weights, and then um, you know the competition rebound weights. Um, that's pretty novel information, novel data, we think, um, but it's really important for us to get this type of information out there to the community um, and we saw kind of about a 7%, the, the average is about a 7% reduction um, across 72 hours in, in body weight um, with about a 10% rebound. Um, ironically, if you were reading between the lines back uh, two or three years ago when we, so, yeah, three years ago when our dietitian team came out with uh, a preferred 8% check-in weight with a 10% rebound weight, maybe that was uh, coming from similar type of information, let's say. <laughs> but uh, I guess, you know, just part of the Performance Institute is, again, th this educational piece. We don't want to be an ivory tower where we don't necessarily share anything or help inform best practice. So, you know, collaborating with academics like yourselves, um, and, 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 and your crew, crew over at ISSN um, is another really important outlet for us to 
you know, be shoulder to shoulder with colleagues that can help, you know, endorse and support this whole process by by having people like yourself through ISSN, you know, messaging into your community. It will come full circle that will help us at the Performance Institute one day. So we're very much about, you know, we we we, we don't have a a huge capacity for research and but we're collecting lots of data so we have to lean on 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 colleagues like yourselves and this is the first kind of shot across the bow where we're doing some really substantial information presenting some very real data from ufc world-class fighters and um, this will be the first of many i know that you and, and and ourselves have got you know other ones teed up hopefully next year and beyond um, but also in other in other areas, whether that's in the medical space, um, not just nutrition, uh, physical training and performance testing, we're, we're planning to disseminate a lot more of this information moving forwards. Yeah, fantastic, because it is so valuable. And and I will say this, um, the guesses were usually significantly higher from most uh, than the 7%, 72 out. So I, I think there's some value there in showing what the best of the best in the world are doing. And does that necessarily mean it translates to emulating that across uh, the sport and at the amateur level? Uh, I, I don't know, but it, there's some good guidelines in there. Yeah, well, we, and, and, uh, yeah well, go on, I'm sorry. No, no, I say we, you know, I'll touch and throw, but you know, we, we, we know that this is like a representation. People are always, you know, athletes are always going to look at their own personal circumstances and what they feel they're going to come in with, Correct, with right. tactics around making weight. But hopefully this type of information gives people a framework or an awareness of what the norm is. Um, and then the delta outside of the norm is, is basically on you as an athlete, right? Exactly. So uh, hopefully it will drive better conversation, better awareness around the actual parameters of these 600 fighters that are fighting at the highest level in the UFC and potentially downplay the need for heavier weight making activities that are pursued by some individuals. So um, that, that's yep. all the narrative, you know, that's what we're trying to do on an educational front. And just to reiterate, uh, you know, there's correlation there likely between your 67%, right? Increase in making weight, right? Uh, cutting back on that and such numbers. So yeah. So that so there's some merit there that needs to you know be considered I think because of that. Yeah, and uh, you know moving forwards, you know we've got a lot more additional wrinkles to add to this same data set, whether that be a gender conversation, whether that be a a female physiology and menstrual cycle conversation, whether that be a um, a, a nutrition tactic around managing hydration, are you a, you know again a taper or a load or whatever it may be. So you know we can spin off a lot more insights, and we, we plan to do that with um, ISSN and you guys moving forward.